start this podcast out with a song. So this is because everybody should relate to this song. If you don't, your life must be great. Sad eyes Don't be discouraged Oh, I realize It's hard to take courage In a world full of people You can lose sight of it all Darkness inside you Can make you feel so small Show me a smile then Don't be unhappy Can't remember when I last saw you laughing This world makes you crazy And you've taken all you can bear Just call me up And I will always be there And I see your true colors shining through I see your true colors that's why I love you so don't be afraid to let them show your true colors true colors are beautiful like a to start with that song because this is uh, my podcast. It's the whole point of my podcast. You need to see your true colors. You need to look inward and you need to be okay with who you are. Um, your true colors are enough. Who you really are is enough. If you feel like you need to be somebody else, maybe you have the wrong support system around you and maybe... Uh, it's time to break away and try to create a better future for yourself. But today I just wanted to talk about so fears, overcoming fears, and then the pain that kind of is associated with fears, and then what you have to go through in order to face your fears, or if you don't like to face your fears, I'm just kind of going to go over how fears just kind of you're forced to face certain fears whether you want to or not and so how it's better to be on the offensive than the defensive when it comes to your fears because it's the same thing as everything um if you're on the offensive you're going to be able to you're going to be able to deal with it a lot a lot better but i also just wanted to thank everybody for listening like i've had quite a bit quite a few people reach out and let me know that they enjoy the podcast um i even had my mom my stepdad listened to my podcast and just wanted to say thanks to anybody that that's listened. And some of the stuff I talk about, I'm sure it's been hard for certain people to hear. But just want people to know that it's, I'm just, like I said, trying to make this positive and trying to let people see things from a different perspective. And then anybody that's been sharing my stuff on Facebook and Instagram, 
So it's just under Tyler Griffith. That's my name. King of Corona is just that persona that I built. <laughs> so uh, I have King of Corona Facebook page. And then I have Tyler. It's a Tyler's underscore Griffith's underscore thoughts. That's my Instagram. But so first question I just wanted to ask myself since I'm talking to myself is like how many times, and this is for everybody, so I'm thinking as if I'm you. So I try to put myself, I think about certain people when I talk. So I'm trying to talk to specific people that I think need to hear this. And then it turns out most people actually benefit from the same messages. So, but my question is how many times have you overcome a fear and it ended up being a bad thing for you? So I think in life we're so scared of of our fears that we sit there and we're like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. I was thinking about like my daughter Sophie, Tucker, my son Tucker, and my son Austin. Like when you raise kids, you can kind of see how their fears play out and how overcoming their fears, how cool it is. And so first time we took Sophie to the pool, um, not the first time, but she learned to swim, and so we took her to a pool with the high dive. And I remember she was kind of nervous, and she was like, I don't know, I don't want to go, I don't, this is scary. And what happens to every kid when they finally get that courage and they jump off the high dive? What happens? Usually, they love it. If they overcame that fear on their own, it's usually a super beneficial, positive moment. And then what happens? She got up and she did it again and again and again. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! And so that's what happens most of the time in life when you overcome a fear. Like the anticipation and the, the inside of your head that causes all the anxiety and the, like the fear itself is actually worse than overcoming the fear. Same thing as like when Sophie rode a bike. It's scary. Like what if I fall? What if I this? What if I that? Same thing with like driving a car. Everybody's scared. Like what if I get an accident? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? So all these what-ifs play out, and sometimes, like, yeah, somebody gets in a crash, and somebody dies, or somebody, like, crashes their bike, and they break their arm, but the benefits and overcoming the fear is much better. I was also thinking about, let's say Sophie was up on the high dive, and I was that dad that was like, I paid 50 freaking dollars to get into this pool. You will jump off that high dive. <laughs> Put the pressure, like, this, you're my daughter. Griffiths don't fail and I went up there and I pushed her off and she fell off the high dive like that would be basically overcoming the fear because she did it but what do you think is going to happen you think she's going to get out run back and go do it with the same enthusiasm no like she's probably going to be traumatized forever so that's why it's important to face your fears instead of letting having somebody push you into stuff um, even if it's overcoming your fears, like you don't want to do it in a sort of traumatic fashion because it's not going to work. Um, so, um, I just kind of want to go over like some of my my fears. So, first off, kind of crazy because I'm doing this podcast now. One of my biggest fears, like everybody, the public speaking is scarier to most people than death, and so for me. This podcast, like the fear of rejection and the fear of putting my thoughts out there and the, just the fear of like being a 37-year-old like dad of three, a 
that's sitting in my kitchen recording myself talk like the it is a scary thing it's like a fear of like what are people going to be saying about me what's like what are what's this is everybody going to like it or people going to be like what the freaks up with Tyler like this guy thinks he's like special or <laughs> so in my head i have this like narrative playing out where it's like people are saying what they're saying but then i you realize that like what's the worst that could happen so let's just say two people that thought my podcast was a joke got together and they were like did you hear tyler he thinks he's funny he's an idiot <laughs> first off i'm not part of that conversation second off it's sad that they would do that for themselves and third it doesn't even matter like let's just say everybody hated me like i put this stuff out there and nobody liked what i was saying like still it's something that i want to do and it's helping me to grow and be better but i used to have this public speaking fear i remember in like i think it was fourth grade i did this presentation in front of my class i remember the paper in my hand was shaking so bad that i couldn't even read the words and like i the teacher actually just let me go sit down because she was like this is sad this is really sad for this kid and i already told you guys in one of my first my first episodes is I was talking about um, when I was reading out loud in class and I came across the word potato and it's like in my head, it just didn't make any sense. It was like, I knew it, like I knew it, but it was like how I was sounding it out was potato. potato. I was like, I know it's not potato, but I can't sit on this word for like the next half hour. So I was like, potato. All the kids laughed. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, crap, I don't want to read out loud. And so I kind of didn't. Like, I try to avoid it at all costs. There's still, like, this, like, nervousness to read read out loud because of that one thing. And so it really is important when you mess up, when you do something that, like, you shouldn't have done or that you get back on the horse because you don't want to – you don't want to miss out on opportunities in life because something, like, bad happens one time. Um, so it's a good learning experience, especially when you can be self-aware and realize that like you are putting yourself at a disadvantage because one thing crept up. So think about your childhood. Think about something like that, that happened to you. Like somebody made fun of you cause you wore so something that you really loved, but everybody was like, that's stupid. And so you never wore it again. But deep down you're like, I love that shirt so much. And I just, you'd like have it in your closet hanging there and you just stare at it every day, wishing you could wear it, but you're just so scared somebody's going to make fun of you. Like, who cares? Wear it, brace it, go out there and just like let people make fun of you and just own it. It's amazing. It's a great feeling to overcome a fear. Um, and then also like as a kid, I used to have this voice that was like, Hey guys, it's me, Tyler. And my brother was two years older than me. So the people in his grade used to be like, they'd come up to me and say, Hey, Tyler, how are you? The worst thing ever, though, is when you have to respond because you can't just be like, What's up, guys? Like, your voice is high. So you're like, Nothing. And they're like, Oh, really? Nothing? And you're like, Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so that also made me a little bit self-conscious and I didn't want to talk, but you have to talk. And if you have a good support system, good family, like people that can just walk you through it and be like, that's part of life. Like you have a squeaky voice right now. It's going to change. And you can just be self-aware at a young age. Um, it's really cool to overcome and, and face your fears. Like I remember in middle school also like realizing that I was a little different. Like I was just – I liked a different style. And 
I remember I used to wear this one shirt. It was my cousin's shirt, but it was basically a towel made out of like towel. And I'd wear that because I thought it was cool. It was like bright orange. He had a yellow one that I used to wear. And then he had like a backwards, it was a double backwards hat. <laughs> I used to wear a double backwards hat to school just because I, I don't know why. Like I just, to overcome my fear, like feeling like I'm different, but then just letting myself be different and embracing that. It just like lets you step into who you were. And so just let yourself, let yourself be weird. Being weird is okay. Um, I also have like, I had a huge fear. My biggest fear, like my biggest fear always, and this might be something that everybody can relate to, is acceptance. Like, is are people going to accept me? If this person finds this out about me, like, are they still going to want to be my friend? If this happens, are they still going to want to be? And so it's hard not to want people's like approval, especially growing up in a religion where if you don't think like everybody else and you have a different opinion, you're going to be looked at differently. Like if you want to do this versus this, but it's kind of against the religion, it's really hard to just stand up for yourself and choose, choose you. I'm also like, what if you're in a relationship? Like what if you're in a relationship that's bad and that person doesn't deserve you? That person treats you horrible and your big fear is like, what if I move on from this person though? And this is like as good as I could find like the fear of, is there better? Is there something better for me? Or is this as good as it gets? Like deep down, you know, your self-worth. I've talked to multiple people over the last month that I've just reached out and have said, like, I'm going through something similar. Like I'm going through similar things with religion or like I'm getting divorced or this or that. And it's it's crazy how similar all of us are. It's just how many people are willing to face their fears. How many people will stay in something that they don't like just because it's comfortable? And then what percentage of people will actually leave something? Like my biggest fear, which I wrote down, my biggest fear that I've ever had um, is not being able to support my family. So I worked for Farmers Insurance for 10, 10 years. So I was making six figures. I had a nice house, nice cars. And about three years ago, um, I just, I didn't ever loved it. Like I never liked selling insurance. I always just did it because it had a residual income. I could golf, like I had freedom, but literally I hated every second of it. And so the farmers people cut our commissions. They did it several times and said, you can make it up in bonuses and blah, 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 all their garbage. They always spew at you. And so I just decided like, I'm not happy. And so I sat down, I was in front of my computer for hours, just crunching numbers about these bonuses and seeing how much I'd have to sell to make up for the income I was losing. And it just didn't pencil out. Like I was like, it's not going to be the time I have to put in to make up what I'm about to lose. Isn't going to be worth what this is taking from my soul. So I decided to leave and go to a job where I was knocking on people's doors. Like I used to sell alarms door to door back in college. Did a two year mission where I walked around selling church gospel, baptizing people. So I had a background in it, but I had to make up a six figure income, like essentially overnight selling solar. And so you can imagine like the fear, like what if I have to foreclose on my house? What if I file bankruptcy? What if this doesn't pan out? And like I just 
I just felt that there was more. There was more to me. There was more to my life than that career. And so I left. I left it. And the first year, I made, I think it was $94,000 $94, knocking on people's doors. And was able to pay all my bills. Um, I was able to to keep my life together um and that that's that was like such a cool feeling to be able to leave something leave comfort and realize like that was the scariest that was the scariest thing like that was the scariest decision i've ever made but uh also i mean leaving religion like my mom was on a mission serving the church that i was leaving so i knew that was going to be a very big disappointment to her but as you guys can tell, like I need to be true to myself. And so I had, I pretty much had to leave the church when I didn't think it was true. Like I can't really stand for something that's not true. If you tell me to go sell like a vacuum to somebody, that's a piece of shit. Like I'm not going to, I can't do it. Like I can't sell something that I don't believe in. And so that's why I did so good with solar because I kind of believed in it. But uh, same thing with religion. Like I couldn't stay in it and pretend that I believed in it and just go through the go through the motions when I lost that belief. So leaving religion, leaving that career, huge, 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 like very, very difficult things. And there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this that are in the same boat. Like I really like to change this in my life, but what are people going to think about me? Like how is this going to affect my kids or how is this going to affect like how is it affecting your kids seeing you miserable like is it better for your kids to see you go through like a year or two of you doing some self self work and soul searching to figure out like what makes you happy um you there is a commitment level like if you leave something you are committed to the next thing like if you if you leave something you need to be committed to like see the next thing out and so that I think is the hard part. Like what people's people live with regret. People live with this. I did this and now what? What if I get what if I'm swimming halfway across the ocean? Like like I said, my favorite quote is that Christopher Columbus one. Or basically like, How could you discover a new land if you never lose sight of the shore? Like how are you gonna discover America if you don't lose sight of the shoreline? Like how do I discover myself and what's best for me in my life if if i know i'm miserable i need to leave my comfort zone i need to start swimming and like there's a chance i drown right there's a chance i drown but there's also a chance i make it right there's also a chance i make it across and i get to the other side and life is better and so it's who's who out there is willing to risk certain things um there's this quote i'm digging through my drawers trying to find it but it's called the man in the arena it's about the gladiator and i'll read it if i can find it but it basically just talks about the person that's getting dirty in the ring that's like willing to put themselves out there wins whether they fail or they succeed just because they're the ones that are risking. So the risk is what is actually going to pay out. There's also another quote that I really like. This was shared with a good friend of mine. Um, but it says, we must all suffer from one of two pains. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. 
the difference is discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. And so like both of those just kind of talk about there's really, is there a risk in going after what you love? Like is, I mean, is there a, is there a regret in going after what you love? Because for me, like I said, what's the worst case scenario with this podcast? Like best case scenario is it does really good and I get a lot of followers and eventually like get a, I mean, eventually it could become something. Worst case scenario is I just talk to myself for a few months and then it falls apart. And <laughs> I, I've had fun doing it. So anyway, um, so just kind of think about your life. Think about where you're at. Think about like what are you happy with? What are you not happy with? Um, the pain part of it, the like I really started to realize the pain part of basically fears when I started to do the running. So when I did that 50-mile race, I put myself in a position to feel like a tremendous, crazy amount of pain. And every time I did that, every time I go running and I put myself in a situation where I feel all this pain, afterwards you feel this growth. You feel like your muscles, um, they break down, but then they build and they get stronger as long as you fuel them correctly. And so that's the same thing with life. Like when you leave a religion, you leave something that you loved. There's a, like a community. There's a lot of stuff that like meant the world to you. And so there's a pain. There is a, there's no way to just move from one huge thing to the next. Like you can't move from your marriage to the next marriage just seamlessly without hurting yourself, hurting your kids, hurting like the person that you're with. But sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's better for your kids. Sometimes it's better for you. Sometimes it's better for your spouse. Sometimes it's better for everybody. And it's important to like weigh things out, do counseling, do everything you can do to make it work. But if it's over and you both know it, then it's time to come up with a plan. And I was talking to somebody recently. We were talking about actually I had like a few people reach out that are having a tough time with relationships. And Basically, advice I would give with relationships, because as you guys know, I just recently got divorced after being married for 13 years, but I still, like, really love my ex. Like, we still have a relationship. We still talk. We still get together. But I think something that really helps is writing. Like, write down your thoughts. Write down your feelings. Like, if you fight, if you can't get through a conversation because all you do is fight – like maybe just write everything out and just say, out of respect, since we've been together for this long, will you just read this? Could you just read this, see what you think? And then just put your feelings out there. Say like this, how I got to this point and how this is how I feel and like I need something to change and if it can't change, like maybe we should move on. But write your feelings down with your job, write your feelings down with your religion. Like are you happy? Are you doing stuff for other people? Are you doing it for for your for for yourself and if you're doing it for yourself then it's good if you're just miserable a few times like every relationship has hard times religions like not gonna be perfect all the time don't just jump ship on things just because i'm definitely well out the options um a quote that i came across this week that i liked it says the source of our strength cannot be removed by fear so you have your strength so this lady was talking about the story with Samson with the long hair. He's so scared that like if his hair got cut he was going to lose his powers and then it talked about that the girl that kind of like 
got him to to sleep with her and to cut cut his hair and like he was convinced that his power was in his hair and it wasn't um a lot of times we think that our power is in something when it's really in us like our strength is in us it's not the religion that you hold is a part of you but it's just an experience um your job isn't like your strength we all know a dick like a huge dick that's in this like power position that like you wish you could just like knock them off of their high horse because they don't deserve it like i've had multiple people in my life that i've had to like report to that should not have been in a power position but you have to like you have to in certain situations but that doesn't take away from who you are don't let them take your strength because they're like they're your boss because they pay you like that doesn't take away like that special side of you that you have um and then a big question too that i asked myself is like how many people let fear win and just accept a life that isn't what they really want like where do you hit that like give up point kind of the whole purpose of my podcast is to help people get unstuck like to look at your life and say am i happy and if you're not happy like where did you let yourself become unhappy and where are you stuck because you can unstick yourself um a thing that kind of drives me crazy is how how much growth we experience from like age zero to like till you get out of college and then you kind of get into a career and a marriage and you kind of like you don't learn hobbies and so that's why I started to play guitar, get into comedy because it's like I'm 37. So yeah, in terms of like trying to get big on social media and stuff like that, I'm kind of old. But in terms of just life, like I'm pretty young. <laughs> I just did a 50 mile race. Like I'm still, I can still do a lot with my life. So don't sell yourself short. Like don't. Don't tell yourself that stupid what people like to tell themselves is like, I missed the boat. I missed the boat on that one. I missed the boat. Like, I could have, like, Uncle Rico, oh, I, w- I would have won state. I, I could have won state. <laughs> it's like, first off, Uncle Rico, you're a freaking idiot. You're welcome, Mom. I was going to swear there, but I didn't. That was just for you. So you're welcome for that one. But uh, anyway, you're an idiot. You weren't going to win state. Reinvent your dream. Like you got to reinvent yourself. So like if something didn't pan out and you thought like I could have gone to the PGA Tour if I had just played high school golf. Like I used to think that way. Like I'm so athletic if I just I used to blame the whole world. Like, you know, if you didn't get me into sports, you know, duh, duh. like it's these excuses and this victim mentality where it's like your life isn't what you want. And so let's blame everybody else. When in reality, like you still ha- you are alive. You still have this day. You still can like change things. You can still like let's say you love golf. You wanted to be on the PGA and like you're not good enough to be on the PGA. Like do something else. Go teach like high school. Like go do something with golf that you enjoy. Um, but don't don't say you missed the boat. Like you didn't miss the boat. There's new boats coming and going all the time. Jump on a new boat. Figure it out. I didn't even know what a podcast was when I was in high school. So this is something that kind of floated my way. I enjoy it. I'm doing it. I'm going to see where it heads and then be looking for other opportunities along the way. Um, also, another quote that I came across is what has happened so far in your life is not who you are. It has just been your experience. So that's pretty cool, right? Like what's happened in your life? That's not who you are. 
like you were raised by your parents they had morals they had things that they taught you to create like a portion of who you are but you had experiences and so like the experiences sure like they've made you think a certain way but like deep down you are who you are and like you can reinvent yourself like you don't have to stay in cultural norms you don't have to do things because people are telling you you need to do things like you can you can reinvent yourself at age 60 70 80 like go learn to dance go learn to shoot a bow go learn to run really far do something that like you've always wanted to do because you deserve it you deserve it you deserve a relationship where you feel loved you deserve a place where you feel accepted like you don't deserve to feel bad you don't deserve a bad relationship you don't deserve you don't deserve to be unhappy everybody deserves to be happy um i just don't know why like i said before we're we watch our kids grow up and like pick sports and pick music and pick plays and go after their dreams and we just like our spectators a lot of us just are spectators like oh i used to do plays i used to run i used to i used to it's like yeah like but what are you doing now like you still could do stuff show your kids that you're passionate about like i love seeing my friends that like are artists i have a few that just do art like they draw and they put it on social media and it's like it's awesome i love looking at it like i love it like just people that are doing what they're passionate about. Um, and then the last thing I kind of wanted to leave everybody with was, uh, so people that are successful are not, success, are not successful in the absence of fear. So they embrace their fear. People don't, I don't think there's anybody alive that hasn't felt fear. Like, do you think Churchill, when he decided to go against Hitler, he was just like, this is my calling. I'm going to do this and I'm not scared. Probably terrified. Think about like Martin Luther King when he was like, I'm going to like fight for what's right. You think he was just like, this is my calling. No, he's probably terrified. Like in the same quote, it says uh, like even Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, um, he had fear. He said, he basically said, get behind me to his fear. Like he knew it was there, but he put it in its place. Like you will be behind me, not in front of me, controlling where I am going. I am going to control where I'm going. You're going to you're going to be with me, but I'm going to make sure that like we go where we're supposed to go. So, we all experience fear. Um don't let it get you stuck. Don't let your life get stuck in a spot that you don't want to be in. Make big decisions, write things out, weigh them out, talk to people, go to counseling. But anyway, I just want people to know that uh, fear is normal. I face fears. I'm scared to death of a lot of stuff. I just have decided that facing my fears is a lot better than not facing my fears. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I will talk to you next time. Bye.